Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy V and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. All right, everybody, welcome back. We've got one more hour left in the program, but this is going to be fun because now we get to jump into some Major League Baseball. And, man, oh, man, is it entertaining as we get ready for the close of August and into the month of September. Scott Miller is our guest, Major League Baseball, Bleacher Report, also Turner Sports. He's on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Scott, good afternoon, pal. How are you? Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Trent. Nice to be with you. How are you? We're doing well. Let's start first with the Chicago Cubs, since Des Moines is the I-Cubs, the AAA affiliation. And they are in the soft part of their schedule. And it appears now maybe they're starting to take advantage of that. Do you see the Cubs now beginning to try to create some distance? Or do you still see Milwaukee, St. Louis still hanging around? You know, I've said all along, I think the Cubs are going to run away with the division. Now, I've been uh, so far proven to be an idiot by saying that, but I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) I just, you know, it's a combination. You look at the Cubs, there's too much talent on that roster. You look at Milwaukee and St. Louis, and you see all kinds of shortcomings. And, you know, realistically, you know, the Cubs, they should win it by a minimum of five or six games, if not more. Um, I know this isn't last year. I know the Cubs, they're, you know, they're leaving runners on base more than they did last year. Uh, pitching isn't as sharp. Uh, John Lester's on the disabled list. All that said, you know, um, kudos to the Brewers for acquiring Neil Walker to try to, you know, beef themselves up for the stretch run. But, um, I think you're right. I think in the softer part of the schedule, the Cubs will start to, uh, you know, put a little bit of distance between them and everybody. But I will say, you know, even with against these games against Cincinnati, apparently they're going to have to win. Uh, you know, thirteen to nine, not two to one. Well, that was the case last night. Thirteen nine, and an oddity at the end of the game, as Anthony Rizzo had to make his way over, play some third base in the ninth inning after Chris Bryant exited the game after getting hit by a pitch. Uh, first time we've seen a lefty over there at third base since Don Mattingly in '86. You remember that at all, Scott Mattingly? He played three games, apparently, there in August of 1986. Any idea of the circumstances? No. You know what? I honestly don't remember that, but I love it. I love that in this game of baseball, something crazy happens last night, like Rizzo to third, and then you know you, 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 you go back and, and you can find some example that happened you know 30 years ago or whatever it is. So... Um, you know, I imagine the Cubs, Joe Madden would have shifted, uh, you know, not, I didn't see the end of that game last night, but I imagine, uh, you know, anybody that, that any hitter, Cincinnati hitter that, um, looked like he was going to hit at third base, you know, maybe Joe would have shifted the infielders around. I, I don't know if you guys saw the New York Mets last week, you know, they, they ended up shorthanded and they had to play their catcher, Travis Darno, the whole game at third, well, they started him at third base. But then they shifted him between third base and second base, you know, depending on the hitter and where they thought the hitter would hit it. And he shifted 22 times during the game, third to second, back to third, back to second, back to third. Uh, didn't end up getting a ball hit to him. So what the Mets uh, pulled off uh, worked. Having a great conversation with Scott Miller, Major League Baseball, Bleacher Report, Turner Sports, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay. So here we are, 
and the National League, it it looked like early on that it would be Arizona and Colorado that would capture the two wild card spots. Are you under the belief now that Milwaukee or St. Louis could catch one of those two teams and be a wild card team if indeed the Cubs, as you say, should probably uh, win this division? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, isn't it? Because the National League wild card has become the same conversation in a way as the National League Central, only we shift from are the Cubs going to win the division and, and do Milwaukee and St. Louis have enough? We shift away from that to are Arizona and Colorado going to hang on? Do St. Louis and Milwaukee have enough? And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny the way things are playing out this year. I, I think when all is said and done, Arizona and, and Colorado hang on. I'm going to say Milwaukee and St. Louis get shut out of both the uh, uh, American League Central title and the wild card races. But, you know, we'll see. Um, Colorado, I think, you know, they, they've lost 22 of their last 28 road games. So they're, they're, you know, they've got to figure some things out on the road. Uh, Diamondbacks, this is a big week for them. They're playing the New York Mets. By all rights, a team they should sweep four games this week. They need to rack up the wins against the weak sisters because starting next Tuesday, the Diamondbacks play the Dodgers, the Rockies, and then the Dodgers over about a 10-day stretch. So that, that the Diamondbacks are about a week away from entering an incredibly crucial part of their schedule. So, you know, we'll see. But, you know, St. Louis losing Adam Wainwright to the disabled list, losing Trevor Rosenthal probably for the year, that's, that's, uh, that's going to hurt the Cardinals. Um, you know, in Milwaukee – Again, with some of the the pitching, they've got a lot to figure out on that hill, and um, I, I'm just not buying it. But all credit to Milwaukee because they've had, certainly had a much much better year than anybody would have predicted. Certainly ahead of schedule for the Brewers, a lot of young talent that has started to come up has uh, developed at a pretty high level. We saw uh, Brinson's come up; he's played pretty well. Broxton, as a lot of these young guys starting to come forward. And that farm system sounds like it's pretty stacked up. You know, going forward, could Milwaukee become a player, or are they just going to be developmentally bring these guys along all together and seeing if they can explode over the next couple of years? You know, I, I, oh, I think they can become a player. I mean, we see what they've done this year and what you're talking about, uh, Trent. The uh, uh, the minor league, you know, they they really restocked the minor league system. That's that's what they set out to do. Uh, it, you know, really strong a couple of years, you know, starting two years ago, um, you know, and I think it's, it's working. And I think Milwaukee, while they're, they're better this year than expected, I don't think it's a fluke or a one hit wonder type of thing. I, I think given how much talent they now have in their minor leagues, I think that, um, you know, this is the start of a pretty good run for Milwaukee and, and you know, over the next few years. For the Minnesota Twins, which is Trent's favorite team, he follows them very carefully every game, as you well know, Scott. Even though yep, yep. At, at about, even though at about in June he he had it given up the, the end chase. It was the July, and I said they yeah, were uh, out of it, and, and uh-huh. here they are yeah. back in it. I'm happy about yeah. it. I'm happy about it. <laughs> Do they have a shot with about 300 teams in the American League that still have a chance at a wild card? Well, well, first, let me say, if, if if Trent jumped off the bandwagon the last week of July up to the trade deadline, he's in good company because the uh, Twins front office jumped off the bandwagon, too, by, mm-hmm. by trading Jaime Garcia to the Yankees 
and trading closer Brandon Kinsler to the Washington Nationals. You know, they, 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 the Twins, they went into buy mode for about five minutes, got Garcia, um, and, then, and then on that West Coast trip right up before the trade deadline to play the Dodgers, uh, Oakland, and San Diego, they, uh, they hit about a six-game losing streak, and, and then they flipped their guys. And, and it, you know, they clearly became sellers. And then all of a sudden, a funny thing happened, right? As we went into August, the Twins got hot again. So, um, you know, I know the players were none too happy to see Garcia and Kinsler get shipped away. And they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. I think the, I think the Twins, yes, can hang around because I don't think that, uh, um, again, it, it, there's just a lot of mediocrity in that American League right now, and it, it, especially in that the wild card race. And, I mean, we're this deep in the season. There's only 40 games left. I don't. The only way the Twins aren't going to hang around is if one or two or three of those other teams go on about a seven or ten game winning streak, and I just don't think anybody's good enough to pull that off in the last forty games. So I, I think it's going to be kind of a sack race all the way to the finish line, you know, with these teams hopping and tumbling and stumbling and lurching toward the wild card. And you know, I don't know if the Twins are going to end up with one of those two spots, but but they absolutely have a chance. The big problem. Right now, of course, Miguel Sano went on the disabled list. So, you know, that's probably the caveat there is Twins definitely can hang around, but they, but to do that, they are going to need Sano back. I mean, hopefully, you know, this is a 10 day and stay on the DL and then back into the lineup versus anything extended. Speaking of the 10 day DL, as we now made our way through it months and months of the uh, schedule, the 10 day DL as opposed to the old 15 day DL. Do you like it? Do you think there'll be tweaks upcoming? Is it here to stay? Your thoughts overall on the change with the disabled list? Well, I think I think it's okay. It's 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 done some of what it's supposed to do with position players. You know, when there's an injury where they're out seven or eight days, it doesn't. Um, you know, it, it, you don't have to lose a guy for two weeks. But a lot of teams have played games with it where the pitchers are concerned. Starting with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and I know there's some consternation from the commissioner's office and from uh, some front offices in in the game they look at what the dodgers have done you know inventing injuries to to you know and using the dl essentially as a tool to improve the depth of their franchise you know they they've uh, you know signed a number of pitchers and you know they'll they'll they, they they almost use it like a taxi squad in the nfl where they'll throw a couple guys on the dl they'll start a couple guys mm-hmm. Then, then they'll want to rest the two, these two starting pitchers, so they'll invent injuries, put them on the DL, and bring the other two guys off. And you know they're using it as a way to try to keep their team fresh all season. It looks like it's working, by the way. The Dodgers, uh, you know, on their way to 116 wins or whatever it is. So I think if there's some teams that think what the Dodgers and others are doing is with is within the rules, the letter of the rules, but not within the spirit of the rules. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see some tweaks here and there, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. It is, is always funny to me because it's, uh, once again, and you said, uh, baseball's rules, unwritten rules, just like they have them in the game. Don't show up the pitcher. Don't do this. Don't do that. And then when somebody does, then somebody throws a 98 mile per hour heater at his head. Uh, I, I to me, I'm not a big fan of these so-called unwritten rules. Will they will they ever go away? Do you think? Well, you know, it's, it, if they do, it's it's going to be long drawn out process. Um, yeah, it, 
baseball's tried by by giving you know the umpires the power to issue warnings and things like that. They've they've given up um, given the umpires some some leeway to to try to control the game and and but it's still um, you know the, the unwritten rules in baseball are ingrained in the game for so long that it's going to take yeah. forever to stamp them out. Um, you know the big thing I think is. You're also talking by unwritten rules. I think we're also talking a little bit of a cultural change and in the, the debate about whether or not there should be a cultural change. And by that, I mean, um, you know, you, you, you hear and you, we've seen examples, especially in the World Baseball Classic, how, you know, some of the younger players coming in, you know, they show a lot more emotion than maybe players did 10 or 20 years ago. <clears throat> you know, um, pitchers pumping their fist on the mound after a strikeout and you know batters you know we see a few more bat flips than we used to and and that plays into the unwritten rules because you know the old school way of doing things of course is you know if there's a big extravagant bat flip that guy may get drilled uh, his next time at the plate but as as more and more young players who do these things come in I, i think some of the unwritten rules will begin to fade away because you won't have as many pitchers, as, for example, um, offended by a bat flip because when they get a big punch out, they may be you know, shaking their fist and hollering on the mound like Toronto's Marcus Stroman does. So I think, is the only, I think eventually some of the unwritten rules will kind of phase out as we get a generational change in the game, but I don't know if you ever get rid of all of them. Talk with Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Scott, a great article just came out today over at Bleacher Report from you talking about the families of MLB closers and how they deal with uh, those people in those pressure-packed ninth innings. You told me what are your favorite articles that you were right talking to, not the players so much, but the families and what they're doing trying to get out of those tight one-run games. Yeah, I did enjoy that, Trent. Thanks for mentioning that. You're right, I, I did. Uh, it, the whole thing kind of started over the winter. I was talking to somebody who said, you know, A.J. Ramos, the clo- closer, now for the Mets, but then with the Marlins. Um, he, I, somebody told me he bought his dad a new recliner because he felt bad because his dad uh, gets so nervous when he closes games that his dad had basically shredded the old recliner, you know, where you rest your arms. It was a leather recliner, and, you know, he had gripped it, the arms so tightly that it, he had basically worn the chair out. So, yeah, I ended up talking, you know, over the past few months to different people. I talked to, you know, Houston Street, the longtime closer for Oakland, uh, 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 San Diego, Colorado, and now he's with the Los Angeles Angels. I talked with him, and I talked to his wife, Lacey, uh, Sean Doolittle, who was with Oakland, just got traded to the Washington Nationals. Talked to him, his fiance Aaron. They're getting married this winter, and uh, she claims she hasn't watched him pitch live in two years because she gets so nervous. And um, so, yeah, I did a story on, basically on how you know we all know closers in the ninth inning cope with a ton of pressure. But any anybody out there who's a parent and you've watched your kid play little league or in the church Christmas play. You get all nervous, you know, for your kid. Anybody, any parent like that can identify with any of these family members who just sweat bullets in the ninth inning while their loved one is out there trying to close a game. That Sean Doolittle's fiance told me, uh, as I mentioned, she hadn't watched him pitch live in almost two years. When they were in Oakland, she would go out when he came into the game. She'd run out to her car in the parking lot, and she would blast gangsta rap in the car. <laughs> 
and, and, and the point being, she didn't even want to hear, even out in the parking lot, like the roar of the crowd, because she would be able to tell by the roar of the crowd if things were going well or not well for, for Sean. And so she'd blast the music, and then she found out after the game, you know, how he did. And, then, you know, every, when they're on the road, um, she has a thing where they, she'll have the game on, but when it comes time for him to come in, she'll take the, their two dogs out for a long walk, and she won't even take her phone because, you know, what will happen is that they'll have a friend at a game, and, and, and she'll get a friend, a text from a friend, you know, hey, Sean's in. It's, you know, there, there's a runner on second with, with one out, and that'll be it. There won't be the result included in the text. Or she gets all nervous. So, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of funny talking to a number of these wives and girlfriends and parents about how they cope with it. their different coping mechanisms. That's a great, it's a great read. Uh, very, very, uh, entertaining read. Okay. I'm not so much a team guy, Scott. I'm a, a player guy. For an example, yep. I'll watch, I'll watch Trout. I'll watch Harper. Um, I'll watch Judge when he comes up. I, I want to see if he's going to whiff or hit a home run. And now I'm really dialed in on Giancarlo Stanton. And I find it interesting, he's just been on an absolute tear, yet when he was asked about trying to get to 60, 61 home runs, he said it's 61 that he honors, not the 73 of Bonds or the 70 of McGuire. I kind of thought that maybe that had finally gone by the wayside, but apparently that's not the case with some of the players in the game. Yeah, and you know what? You want to know what's especially interesting about those comments from Giancarlo Stanton? Remember back to last year, who was the Miami Marlins batting coach for just one year last year? Barry Bonds. Barry, Barry Bonds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I found those comments especially interesting that he he looks at 61 as the true record. Uh, you know, Roger Maris's record, um, old rec single season record before Barry Bonds and, and Mark McGuire blew through past it. So, you know, we're, we're always going to have that, that debate in, in baseball. I think, you know, which records are at least around the home run records, you know, which ones are legitimate, which ones aren't. It's too bad because, um, you know, we all know what happened during the steroid era. And I think, you know, people just have to come to terms with it on their own. And, you know, Barry Bonds, you look into the record book, Barry Bonds, is, is his name mm-hmm. is in there. But, yep. um, you know, there are a lot of people out there that uh, don't believe what they read in the record book. Scott Miller with Bleacher Report. Scott, as always, love talking baseball with you. Here we are, August 23rd. My team is still in it. I didn't think we'd get to this point, but <laughs> a playoff race for the Twins. Who would have thunk? Yeah, sit back and enjoy, and uh, who knows? You know, crazier things have happened, and uh, especially, you know, that transition from late July to early August when they went from (laughs) selling to to being hot. We'll see what happens. Hey, hey, quickly, uh, the non-waiver deadline now, we're just a week and a day away from that one, the waiver trade deadline. Uh, How that works, basically have to pass through waivers. Have you heard any rumblings, any rumors of a, a big name or two that still could go here over the next eight days? Yeah, hard to say. A lot of people are still watching Justin Verlander of the Tigers, and uh, you know the word is he's cleared waivers. So the, then the question becomes, can they make a trade with anybody? I still think Houston needs to uh, get another starting pitcher to improve their playoff chances. But uh, you know we'll see. They didn't they didn't seem that interested in July in making any blockbuster deals. I don't know if August will change their mind, but 
you know, Verlander's the guy that I think is uh, the, the one to keep an eye on. Fair enough. Great uh, info from you as always, Scott. Thank you, man. You have a great day. You, you guys as well. Thank you. Take care. Okay, Scott Miller, Major League Baseball, Bleacher Report, Turner Sports. Great talking with him. I, I liked it too, Trent, how he kind of uh, reset everything for you on the Minnesota Twins. Very, very good out of him. Needs to know back in a big way. Important cog there, but Rosario's hitting. Buxton's hitting. Dozier has been hot in the second half. They've been able to get stuff out of Joe Maurer. It's all coming together, Jimmy B. <laughs> you're like a giddy little schoolboy, no, buddy. Really That's not, what you're like. I'm not. I'm, I'm still tepid. I'm hopeful, but I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I'm still a bit reserved about this team, but it's been fun and watching them play. I told you Friday night when we were texting. That was the most fun I've I've had watching a baseball game in a long time. Yeah, they just they got down early. They yeah. came back. The young guys were all swinging it. The confidence that those young guys have shown, it's been fun. And, and baseball, and this is it's a long slog over one sixty two. But this is the part I always explain. You you don't quite understand since you're not a fan, Jimmy B, of a single team. You don't get those ups and downs, the highs and lows, and and the way that a team can take you throughout a roller coaster of a season. It's disappointing. It's frustrating at times. But the elation that happens, it's a lot of fun too. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's why I I don't have any illnesses is because I don't ride that roller coaster. So I'm a healthy guy. I I, I equate it to that trend. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I think it has something to do with you out there hitting tennis balls out at 94 years of age. I think that helps too. <laughs> I think you're right about that. Quick break, everybody. We're coming right back. We'll open up the phone lines at 264-1700 as well if you want to get in on the show. That's 264-1700. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? 
If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee. So whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, everybody. We roll till 3 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker 1700. Trent's been a good day so far. A lot of great guests, good information uh, out here for the first uh, two and a half hours. I like it. Yes, it's uh, it's been action-packed. We've hit a lot. We've talked to a lot of Hawkeyes today earlier in the program. Rob Howe stopped by. We also talked some basketball with the Big Ten looking at going to 20 conference games next season in basketball. Not this upcoming one. But it'd be for 2018, 2019. 
Over on the Cyclone perspective, Jimmy B, as we get ready a week and a half away from the opener against you and I, the importance of that. Mm -hmm. Now, we've been breaking things down and talking a whole lot about it. As we come to the point, next week we'll make our official predictions as we make our move to drive time from from, uh, our show now to 4 until 6 o'clock. Where are you at with this Iowa State team? Are, Are you getting the answers to the questions that we pose throughout the summer? I don't know if I've... If I have all of my my questions answered yet, and I, to be honest with you, I know we have to make our predictions prior to that game against you and I. But I think we're going. You and I are going to know a lot more about this Iowa State team after that game, and I'm going to I'm going to stay on point and say that if they were to lose the UNI game like they have past couple of years. Uh, the season will be doomed, and they cannot afford to lose that game. They need to win it. They can go 2-1 and one in non-conference and still have an outside shot to get the six. But if they go 3-0, and oh, then I think, Trent, they would have a uh, much better chance of getting to six wins in that very difficult Big 12 conference. I... I, I I wish that I could sit here and say I'm confident that a quarterback can shift the linebacker in one season and and be a terrific player. I'm not confident in that. I know the kid's a great athlete in Joel Lanning. Um, he hasn't played defense. I think, what, you brought it up since, what, high school? Not even. Played? Middle school. Not even in high school. Middle school. Okay. Yeah. Middle school he played linebacker. So... Look, we great athletes make make that transition. Uh, uh, the the guy from um, uh, uh, Braxton Miller from Ohio State, uh, no longer the quarterback, transitions but, but to he, wide receiver. Right, but he went from playing with the football in his hands to playing with the football in playing his hands. Football I mean, in his hands. I got this, you. This yep. transformation nope. is completely yeah. different. And you talked. You, know, you brought up Jabril Peppers before. Well, Jabril Pepper, mm-hmm. Peppers has done these things all throughout his career. It's not like he took a hiatus and then seven years later just picked it up. That's what Joel Lanning is doing here, and that's why, A, I still struggle to see if this guy can be a full-time linebacker, and that's why I continue to wonder if the move last week, him going through practice, if that is something to do with, you know what, we think he can help us there, but we're not having him play 70 plays at middle linebacker. He's not going to do that. He'll help us. He'll do some things over there. He's going to be a guy that plays in some of our packages, but we know there's more to his game. That's why we also want to utilize the abilities that he does have. Remember, this guy's still a pretty decent quarterback himself, and we know what a physical runner he is. Use those skills that we know he has and keep him going. That's what I believe it is. That That's where I'm right. going. Now, if we go through and we get through that non-conference and, and he's played 70 snaps a game defensively, plus he's playing offensive packages as a quarterback, as an H-back, well, then the question will be, is this guy going to wear down? Because physically, yeah, yeah. the exertion that it's going to take from that, physically, obviously, but also from a mental standpoint, as the season goes on, that's a difficult stretch on top of it. I agree with you. And you got to remember where he is now playing on defense. It's not like he's playing a cornerback spot where he doesn't get hit a lot. He's going to get hit on every play in that linebacker position, whether if he's doing the hitting or somebody else is putting a hat on him to try to knock him down. So I'm with you. 
And, and to me, I find it uh, as just a fascinating story to see how he's going to handle all of this. And when you reference back and you tell me, and you saw him play in high school as much as anybody, mm-hmm. and what a star he was on the offensive side of the ball, and you said he quit playing defense in middle school, uh, this is this is nuts to me. It, it really is. Now, I... I, I think it's going to be a, a, a major story. And if you are correct that he will play a certain amount of snaps defensively and then a certain amount of snaps offensively, and then somebody else will fill in uh, when he is out on the defensive side, I, I think that we're probably going to get a pretty good idea of that in the first game against you and I, don't you? Not necessarily. I, I don't think that is going to be an absolute blueprint about the way this goes. I'm sure Iowa State fans are hoping that they don't have to have an offensive package in that game for Joe Lanning. They hope that mm-hmm. they don't have to right. do anything tricky, that the offense that they have with Jacob Park at the helm, the running game, the slew of wide receivers that they can throw out there, that they're not going to have to get tricky and go fourth and one and bring in Joe Lanning and do something with him you know, in that kind of role. What they're hopeful for is he's a defender, he's a linebacker, and that's it. So I don't think that's going to show us some kind of blueprint about exactly how it's going to happen. I don't think it's an every game kind of thing either. I think it's going to be judging the temperature of the game. And another part, and this is something that we haven't mentioned, what happens if Jacob Park struggles again? You know, he had a couple of shaky moments even after he took over as the full-time starter. You know what? Oh, boy, Park looks off today. Ooh, the offense is struggling to gain traction, or, God forbid, Jacob Park goes down. Then you're looking at a redshirt freshman who's coming off a knee injury himself and Zeb Nolan, or Kyle Kemp, mm-hmm. the guy that's been around, a walk-on, fifth-year senior, or do you just say, the heck with it, we got to put Joel Lanning back as a quarterback. I mean, that, That's uh, another may... thing that we yeah. haven't mentioned all summer long, but with an offensive line that still has question marks, there's no right. sure thing that Jacob Park's going to be standing up and, and good to go through 12 games. You're absolutely right. And you know what? I never gave it that much of a thought until you just referenced it right now. And that would be a monster decision for the coaching staff and for head coach Matt Campbell. If he's comfortable with the backup QB right now that he has to park, or if he's more comfortable in putting Joel Lanning back at full-time quarterback that would be that would be a very i mean that would be first off it would be bad for iowa state if if that was the case obviously and but it would be a very interesting story and a totally different dynamic that hasn't really been discussed much just because we haven't gone in that direction look we don't want injuries to anybody you know, whoever starts at Iowa, we want them to be upright the entire season. The same at Iowa State, the same at UNI. You do not wish injuries on everybody, on, on anybody. But unfortunately, as we all know, it becomes a part of the game. And that's a very interesting take on that interesting concept that you just had, my man. So we've talked about this offense, and, and when we talk about the wide receiver group, it starts with Alan Lazard. But the way they continue to build this offense and the different things that they can do. Now, that's another thing I'm looking forward to Tom Manning is if this year, if they can start off the season with an offensive line that they're comfortable with. Remember, last year at this time, 
it was the injury to Jake Campos that really derailed things, and they had to shuffle a bunch of guys in there. You know, they had redshirt freshmen there trying to get ready to play with Julian Good-Jones, getting him ready. You know, they're talking about Sean Foster. Was he going to play as a true freshman? If they can settle on their five-guy starting lineup, maybe a swing guy in there, depth-wise have six, seven guys that you feel confident about, and then you can implement even more of your offense because you don't have to worry about protection problems with it. You know, what more they do? Do they do more of those slot screens and do more out of the backfield coming around with Trevor Ryan and Deshante Jones? I love Deshante Jones. I've told you this, Jimmy B. Mm-hmm. He's not yep. blazing fast. You know, you look at his 40 time coming out of high school, it didn't wow you. But on the football field, that kid's fast. He's faster mm-hmm. than his 40 time is. He made some big plays for him last year. And then the depth that they have. Marchie Murdoch, a kid that transferred in from Illinois, got in late last year, didn't do a whole lot. Hakeem Butler has been talked about a ton. Huge, six foot six, two twenty. Matt Eaton, the kid coming in from JUCO, another big target at six foot four. Trevor Ryan, you love Trevor Ryan. Haven't mentioned Carson Epps. They have so much depth there at that wide receiver group. What can they do? What can they tinker with? And what difference can the offense look like this year? Because you got to figure in year number two, you're going to see some more wrinkles offensively. I would, I would think so, and I think the key will be get the ball out of Jacob Park's hands quickly. In other words, I think you might see a couple of, or a lot of three-step drops and the ball is gone. And only once in a while will you see a four- or five-step drop when he wants to really step back and let it fly. I think they will, from time to time, uh, throw deep passes because they have the athletic wide receivers to go up and get the football. But I have a feeling, Trent, that this is going to be a quick play offense that will try to use all of the pieces that they have offensively, including wide receiver screens, uh, including uh, guys in motion, and quick, uh, quick snap throws to the slot guy who just makes a quick cut over the middle. Things like that that will try to soften up that defense and then try to hit them with a run. You know, you got Montgomery and Warren both there, and those two guys are going to have to have success for Iowa State to have success. And Nwangu possibly coming back. We'll see about that one. Uh, sounds like Matt Campbell said the other day, you know, they expect to make a decision maybe later in September before uh, they make a decision if they're going to redshirt him or try to make a go of it over the last seven, eight games of the schedule. If that's not the case, another freshman people talked about a lot is Johnny Lang. And this is a guy that many people anticipate. He's going to see some minutes back there. A lot of speed from him. Can it be a guy that returns kicks, punts? Do they go down that route too? So plenty of options for this team. But doesn't it all come back to can they get any stops defensively? As poor as they were last year, how -hmm. much better with this influx of talent Ray Lima, right. he's going to be man- manning the middle. What are they going to get, you know, out of the JUCO guys that they're bringing in? They're still there. Looks to be they're developing, but they were bad last year, Jim. And can you go from bad to even average in a year in the Big Twelve with the offense that you see? Leaves you scratching your head. Yeah, I know they they are going to have to get some stops, Trent. They they can't outscore everybody. And look, we know that there are high powered offenses in the Big 12, and the defense is going to be taken apart, for an example, when they play Iowa. I mean, Iowa's game plan, pretty much, pound the ball, pound Mm -hmm. the ball, wear them down, wear them down as much as you possibly can, and then take control of the game most likely in the second half. 
So, I mean, it's it's a simple recipe, but I think you're going to see a lot of teams, at least in the beginning of the season, attempt to do that just to see if Iowa State's defensive line can hold up. 515-264-1700, make your call. Where are you at with the Cyclones? What is Iowa State going to be this year back to bowl eligibility? Can they get there, or is it going to be another 2-10, and 3-9 and nine kind of year? 515-264-1700. With your telephone calls here, we'll take the time out, come back, and we're going to make a trek back to the Condon Casino. I got it opened up for you, Jimmy B. I love the Condon Casino. Let's go, pal. I'm, I'm ready to win. We'll do that on the other side. A little gambling talk and football next here on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Twisted for dinner? Call Twisted Pizzeria today for pizza, pasta, ribs, salad, sandwiches, and chicken wings. Located at 3801 Southwest 9th Street, Twisted Pizzeria proudly features gluten-free pizza and Graziano's Italian sausage. Order one of their famous specialty pizzas like the bacon mac and cheese or the chicken alfredo. Twisted Pizzeria offers daily specials and you can eat in, carry out, or have it delivered right to your door. Family owned and operated with something on the menu for everyone. Call Twisted Pizzeria today at 244-0554. That's 244-0554. Or order online at TwistedPizzeria.com. Twisted Pizzeria is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Twisted Pizzeria gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of Twisted Pizzeria certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast. So get yours this Friday morning at 9 at 1700kvgg.com. Shop early at JCPenney's Labor Day Sale. Get up to 40% off major appliance hot deals from your favorite brands like LG, GE, and Samsung. And get 30-month special financing on purchases of $7.99 or more with your JCPenney credit card. Plus, free delivery and basic installation on all appliance purchases over $2.99. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. GE, GE Profile, GE Cafe, and higher limited to 10% off savings. Available in select stores. Some exclusions apply. Financing turns valid for 9-13. Must request a time of purchase. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store or jcp.com slash appliances for details. Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't 
need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, our final segment here today, but we'll be back again bright and early tomorrow, right at 12 noon. Oh, man. I can't wait, Trent, till we move to that four to six time slot beginning on Monday. That way I can really come in and really be wide awake after about eight cups of coffee. Well, it's going to throw you off a little bit because it's going to be right from the show straight to the bar. How are you going to handle that? <laughs> oh, that'll be easy. Oh, okay. That'll be easy. So That's just transition. a quick tr- Yes, it is. That's just a quick drive on 80. <laughs> But to be able to do that. All right, big boy. Take me to the Condon Casino. I'm excited. Let's go. All right, here we go. We got the music as Jimmy B is making his way into the Condon Casino. Jim Brinson, I am handing you $100 in chips once again to play around with. Today, we're taking a stab at the NFL. Are you ready for division champions? All right. 
We got six division teams. champs. We, we got uh, division champions, the eight divisions in the NFL. Split this up as you would like, and we will start as you normally see things listed with the AFC and the AFC East. The Patriots are minus twenty five hundred. Uh, Whoa! Dolphins twelve to one. Bills fifteen to one. Jets seventy five to one. And for this one, because the odds are so asinine. If you just want to stay away and keep your 100 bucks and not spend any of it on a bet, I'll allow it today, Jimmy B. I appreciate that, pal, and that's probably what I would do, but I'll put $1 on the Miami Dolphins. $1 on Jay Cutler at 12 <laughs> to 1 to win the division. Remember, this is up. They made the playoffs last year. This isn't yes. playoffs. This is to win the division. Jimmy B is down to $99. All right, next we go to the AFC North. The Steelers, the favorite, and pretty heavy favorites, minus 300. Got to lay uh, 300 to win 100 back. The Bengals at plus 425. You got the Ravens at plus 500, 5 to 1. And the Browns, 45 to 1 to win the division. Um, look, I, I think the Steelers will eventually win that division. But as you said, they were a pretty hefty favorite. So I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. And... I think if they can keep Andy Dalton upright, I think they have enough pieces to make it very interesting. And over a 16-game schedule, why not? So yeah. I'm going to lay $49, $49 on Cincinnati. Oh, great. Now you're down to 50 bucks left for the, uh, for the other six divisions in the NFL. Let's go to the AFC South. And we will start at the top. Guess who the favorite is in the AFC South, Jimmy B? Well, I think a lot of people, until they saw the terrible play of Blake Bortles, thought that that might be the case. But isn't Atlanta the favorite? Well, they're in the NFC. I'm talking about the Oh, I'm sorry. I'm AFC. sorry. The AFC. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The AFC. So uh, Houston would be the favorite, right? Incorrect. Who is it? The Tennessee Titans. Are the favorite oh, plus one yeah, Marcus Mariota? Yeah, the okay. Titans are plus one eighty. The Jags four to one. The Colts nine to two. With the continued speculation about what's ha- happening with Andrew Luck, but yeah, the Titans are the favorite right now. Um, I like the Titans. I think they're going to be very good, but the defense of Houston sways me, and so I am going to take Houston and throw twenty bucks on Houston. 20 bucks on Houston to get it done. Jimmy B, you only have 30 bucks left. Are you going to be able to make it through? We got we got a lot of I'll divisions. I'll make it through. Yep. Okay. Now I've got ideas here. I've got ideas. All, all right. So uh, we go next to the AFC West. Uh, guess who the favorite is in the AFC West, Jim Brinson? Is it the Kansas City Chiefs or is it the Oakland Raiders? Uh, I will say that it's Kansas City. You'd be wrong. It is the Oakland Ugh. Raiders. Plus 175, the Chiefs at... Five to two, the Chargers next on the list at plus three fifty, and then the Broncos at plus three sixty. As I look at it right now, the Chargers better numbers than the Broncos to win the division. That's amazing to me, but I am going to take the Kansas City Chiefs for five dollars. KC five bucks, not a lot of return on that investment for Jimmy B. We go to the NFC. The East, the Cowboys, the favorite at plus 180, the Giants plus 210, the Eagles at 5 to 2, and the Redskins at 6 to 1 to win the division. 
Um, I, I, I think I, now that I've seen the Redskins and I've seen the Giants, I think Dallas is going to win this going away. So I, I'm, I'll throw two dollars down on the Cowboys. <laughs> well, here's a disappointing one. There are no yeah. odds currently listed for both the NFC North and the NFC West. I would guess. <laughs> I would guess the NFC West maybe has something to do with the injury to Font in Seattle. That's what I yes. guess their left tackle. That's just speculation on my my point. Why isn't there anything with the NFC North right now, though? There's no major I, injuries to Green Bay, Minnesota, yeah, even Detroit. I mean, are are they just are they nervous that if they put it up there and Mitch Trubisky leads the Bears to the division title, <laughs> that everybody's going to be jumping? I, I I I don't get that. So all we I have don't left, get that one. All we have left is the NFC South then for divisions here at the Connick Casino. And your defending NFC champion Falcons are the favorite at plus 180. The Panthers are a 5 to 2, the Bucks at plus 270, and the Saints at 9 to 2 to win the division. You know what? Um, I think Atlanta wins this, but I think Carolina and Tampa Bay are going to be very much improved. So the rest of my money goes on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay taking that long shot with Tampa Bay. Jim, remember last summer when my hot NFL pick was Tampa? They were going to win yes. the division. I got them an incredible out, like 25-1 to 1 to win the division. I was feeling great, and then they fell apart at the end of the year. Lost their, what, three of their last four, something like that, to fall out of it. I, uh, I like Tampa, too. I like that price at plus 270. I also like the Panthers at plus 250. I'll probably play with both of those a little bit here. I'm not putting money on Atlanta to win the division. We know teams that lose the Super Bowl... It happens seemingly every year. They fall back the next season. I see the same thing out of Atlanta this year. Unless you're the Buffalo Bills and you go four consecutive years after losing the Super Bowl. That was 25 years ago, Jim. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Right, That's all I'm right. saying. That was 25 years ago. I'd like to bring it a little more present day for the listeners. Oh, okay. With Fair that, enough. That you're makes eject- sense. You're ejected from the Connick Casino for that asinine comment. You're done. You're out. <laughs> We'll take your money again Thank another you. time. <laughs> and with that, we are out of show here for today. Jimmy B and T. Good. We're back tomorrow at noon. You get your rest, buddy boy. I know noon crumbs early for you, but we'll try it again. How's that sound? I I, I will. Well, I'll be back tomorrow, and uh, I know you will be too, and you'll be much more wiser and smarter and more wide awake than me. It's Jimmy B and TC, everybody. It's the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. Can you finish this little ad phrase? There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's... Right. Most people know, for everything else, there's MasterCard. But this message isn't about MasterCard. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? You know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you. No obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. 
The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. Okay, keep your eyes closed. Okay. I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your eyes. Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shades. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how... If you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at Food 